0: Everyone, and welcome to the Travel Hub podcast. Michelle Bouchore here, your host for today's show. This afternoon, I am sitting down with Pradeep, who is the CEO and co founder of leap Pradeep, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Michelle. Yeah. So we met each other at TravelNet um, at our TravelNet booth. We just started chatting, and it was your first TravelNet, was that correct?
1: That is correct. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And so I I really just loved your story and your company and the new things that you were that you were, you know, trying to do all the history that you have working in the industry. So wanted to have you on the podcast so we can share some of that information with um, our audience. So thank you for being here today.
1: Absolutely. Yes. My pleasure.
0: Yeah. So to start out, why don't you give us a little bit of background, you know, on yourself and, and maybe even how this this company truly came to be.
1: Oh cool. yeah. Um, so I've been in the gaming industry for about sixteen years now. Uh, I worked for uh, a major system provider, and I was responsible for uh, leading the global solution architecture uh, at, at that system provider. <clears throat> I've been over the past uh, sixteen years, like I was saying, I was fortunate enough to lead many transformative initiatives within the gaming industry uh, and they kind of date all the way back to 2008 almost 16 years ago when i was uh evangelizing virtualization back in the day and uh, i used to get this question from the my gaming peers when i spoke to them about virtualization they would go what do you mean run one server inside another server so that's how i started my journey within the gaming industry and about eight years ago, I started uh, evangelizing the adoption of cloud within the gaming industry and the importance of uh, us modernizing how we run our workloads. And as part of that journey, I've worked with many compliance and tribal regulatory bodies to approve cloud as a platform to run mission-critical gaming workloads. So after doing all of this, uh, I thought it was time for me to focus on things that I'm passionate about, uh, which is mainly technology, uh, and helping the gaming industry uh, accelerate into more modernized platforms. So with that intent, I started Tropoli, And uh, the name itself, uh, Tropo as in Troposphere, Leap. Uh, so the clouds form in Troposphere, and uh, we help Companies leap into the clouds.
0: Mm -hmm. I love that. That's so cool.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, so as part of Tropoli, we actually focus on four uh, very important areas: cloud, artificial intelligence, machine learning, modernizing the business. uh, Last but not least, cybersecurity.
0: All of those pieces, you know, at TribalNet this year, when I look at some of our top, uh, most attended sessions, I mean AI, yes. right? Cloud, yep. I mean, cybersecurity, like hundred percent. That's you know where where we had so many people attending. So it's a great space to be there because the people definitely are, are looking for that, and that's where everything is going. And I guess maybe let's let's talk about generative AI. You know, it's it's obviously evolutionizing so many things. It's influencing technology and it's interesting to to watch and see how it will affect gaming specifically, you know, tribal gaming facilities What are your thoughts on tribal gaming facilities when it comes to um, artificial intelligence? I
1: think before we talk about the effects of AI and generative AI on tribal gaming facilities, I I think we need to understand the evolution of AI and generative AI. So even though artificial intelligence has been around for a while now, um, it wasn't just until a few years ago that it was commoditized and brought to the reach of a general technology user platforms like ChatGPT. And, and now we are already here talking about generative AI. So this speaks to the rapid pace at which AI space is evolving. And from a broader technology trend perspective, within a few years, it is inevitable that every enterprise software product will have some level of artificial intelligence or generative AI built into it. And, and we are already seeing that in the consumer software products. So one of the popular topics in the Gen AI space is safe and responsible AI. Uh, We get asked this question every time we talk to decision makers within the gaming industry and and rightfully so. Fortunately, the regulatory aspects within this space are also evolving, uh, most notably with the recent publishing of the ISO 42001 guidelines or, or framework which will provide um, businesses some guardrails uh, when they're building a Gen AI solution. One more development in the space is the availability of models, and and uh, it's important we talk about this because historically uh, there were constraints on how many AI models you can choose to build a use case from. So let's say for example we are building a, a customer churn probability model. There were limited number of models to choose from, but now we have multiple models that we can choose from. So we can compare these models and choose what works best for your business and and perform further customization. So now let's talk about the effects of Gen AI on the tribal gaming industry. Uh, Based on our experience, Uh, working with customers in the tribal gaming and the wider audience, uh, the wider gaming industry, Gen.AI can solve many complex use cases that the industry always wanted to solve. And majority of these use cases revolve around gaining operational efficiencies and improving guest experiences. It it, it is an understatement to say that tribal gaming industry finally has a solution in Gen.AI to solve all those complex use cases. Uh, Those use cases could range anywhere from uh, the desire to know their players better to targeting their marketing campaigns to the right audiences. And uh, it is also important to emphasize on the pace with which Gen AI is evolving as we spoke earlier. We tell our customers that they should start uh, to take a look at their data structures and start transformation projects to get their data into an AI-friendly structure sooner rather than later if they want to start building Gen AI solutions. And one last recommendation we give our customers, in fact, this applies to everyone in the tribal gaming space, um, is the best way to adopt Gen AI is to start identifying uh, the problems you want to solve. Pick a relatively easy one from that list. Um, and then work with a technology partner to do a quick POC so that you can show its impact to the business quickly, which will further build confidence into your AI or Gen AI journey.
0: Yeah, that's so that's so interesting. And it's and it's crazy to just watch how rapidly everything is is evolving, you know, in this space within AI and and gaming and casinos and, and such. How do you? As a company, you know, stay ahead of the curve, providing you know these fantastic, cutting-edge solutions to tri- tribal technology leaders. That, to me, I think is is hard to do right now because everything is just happening so quickly. Yeah, and this is uh,
1: this is a great question, Michelle, because uh, we are not immune to the rapid evolution of technology. Gone are those days where. Uh, a company or a tech professional can learn one technology and actually make a career out of it, right? Every day there are, there are new uh, technologies coming about. So fortunately for Tropoli, we started the company based on these cutting edge technologies. So we are not uh, evolving from, from legacy technologies. We actually uh, were fortunate enough to start with these cutting cutting edge technologies. But in order to truly keep up with the advancements, we prioritize learning and training internally. And the way we learn is uh, through our partners. We've built a very rich partner ecosystem with big technology companies like uh, AWS, Google Cloud, so on and so forth. So being in that partner ecosystem always keeps us informed with what the technology trends are. And then we cherry pick what would make most sense for us and for our customers, more specifically the gaming industry uh, and within the tribal uh, gaming industry. So once we know what the trend is, we explore those new technologies with intention, right? It's not exploration for the sake of exploration. We engage in a very purpose-built exploration effort once we know what technologies we want to uh, focus on.
0: Yeah, that's great. And very intentional, it sounds like. Intentional uh, collaboration. And, mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And technology conferences are a must. In fact, I um, I push our gaming uh, industry peers to attend these technology conferences like uh, AWS reInvent or Google Cloud Next. Mm-hmm. Whatever these technology conferences are, the big technology conferences. They actually inspire and inform uh, from technology trends that are going to happen in the next few years.
0: Mm-hmm. And that's actually one of my next questions was was, you know, about collaboration and how it's really is crucial for success. And, you know, we see that among, you know, among tribal technology leaders. That's what we do. You know, bringing people together to collaborate, it's imperative to do. Um, Now, let's along that same lines, I guess. Do you see or have you seen with your work within technology and tribal gaming facilities ways that you could help tribes Um, bridge the digital divide and overcome, you know, challenges that might be specific to tribal leadership. Have you worked in in that area or seen any of those things?
1: Absolutely. Day in, day out. And before we can even talk about how we address those challenges, I think it's important we talk about what those challenges are. Mm -hmm. One of the things that I constantly keep coming across when I talk to tribal technology leaders is their constraints around having to maintain a lean or small IT teams. Mm-hmm. you know The lean IT structure has become the norm. And yeah. now you compound that lean IT structure with the rapid evolution of technology, it is very hard and unfair for the in-house IT teams to know it all and to be able to do it all. And their day-to-day workloads are so heavy that it's very hard for them to focus on innovation Uh, much less be able to prioritize budgets for any large scale innovation and modernization efforts. So that's where uh, Tropolip comes in, right? We actually work with uh, the tribal technology leaders because our singular focus is we want to become that trusted technology partner or advisor and truly become the extension of the tribal technology teams. Uh, Most successful businesses that I have seen throughout my tenure weren't uh, always trying to do it all by themselves. Instead, they focus on identifying what it is that they want to do. What is the business outcome? What is going to uh, make them them, as in the IT team uh, a revenue generation entity instead of a cost to the company by coming up with use cases that actually address business outcomes and solve those business outcomes or achieve those business outcomes Mm-hmm. So what we do for that is our approach is out of the possible. We want to reduce the adoption barrier, right? The resistance to adopting new technology. There are many barriers and we want to reduce or eliminate those barriers by working with uh, tribal leaders in creating small POCs, right? That way they get to test the technology see if it is conducive to achieving their business outcome. And we try to keep these POCs small before we go do a big uh, a, a big project. That way, if it doesn't work, it is a fail-fast, recover-fast methodology instead of spending months and years trying to see if something will work for them model. not.
0: right. To me, that like speaks to so many tribes, right? You know, even, you know, again, I, I'm talking about the conference because that's, we you know, where we were and I'm just thinking back to, mm-hmm. you know, even the people there that we talked to, like so many of them have one to seven people in their IT team that could be working on a gaming facility, a health center, and maybe even a yeah. small urban office. So to have an option to have, you know, like you said, that arm extension to help them critical to making them, bringing them up to where technology is and where they should be. So that's that's really great. Do you have any examples or highlights of, you know, your career that really speaks specifically to tribal nations or tribal gaming that you could share with us? Absolutely. So
1: within the tribal entities uh, that that I've worked with, I've been fortunate to work with we actually were able to evangelize the adoption of cloud in the early days. And contrary to popular belief, tribal casinos are always looking forward to modernizing their IT landscape. And believe it or not, the very first casino in the entire world to move their casino management system into a public cloud was actually a tribal casino. Working with the tribal regulatory bodies and the tribal IT teams and the tribal business teams, uh, it very quickly showed us their intent to modernize their casinos. And that is that actually set the path for adoption of cloud in many ways within our current gaming industry. Mm-hmm
0: that's amazing that's so cool and the one thing that i really picked up on to when you were talking about about that is the different teams that you worked with, with to make that happen right so it wasn't just your it team it wasn't just your you know gaming commission team it was all of them together like again going back to that you know bringing everybody together community focused like working together to push everybody forward to where they need to be. So that's good. And I love how you use that in your company too, because that's just, it's so great. I, I love it. It's, it's a great uh, great connection there.
1: Yeah, we keep talking internally about this because uh, tribal casinos are not exempt from having uh, a communication gap between different uh, business units. We see that in every small and large organization. And I tell my team that, Uh, Every single time we're able to bring all the stakeholders to the table and truly talk to them about the solution that is being proposed Mm -hmm. and build that bridge between the IT and the business team, we consider it a huge success because uh, at that point, all of us are working towards the same goal. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, I love that. Pradeep, where could somebody get a hold of you? What is the best way to reach out to you and your team?
1: Sure. Uh, They can reach out to us by sending an email to info at Uh, They can also reach out to us through our official LinkedIn page or our website.
0: Cool. I will definitely link those also in the show notes so everyone can have those there. Well, thank you so much for sharing a little bit about your company and your background and your success. And um, I'm glad to be that we we're able to share this information to our tribal team. And uh, we'll talk to you soon.
1: Thank you very much, Michelle.
0: For more information on today's podcast, just click on the show notes. If you have a story to share or topic you'd like to see us cover, reach out to our team on LinkedIn or via email at tribalhub.com. See you soon.